to Kicking a Crypto with your host, Roy Sky. What is going on, people? Welcome back to Kicking It Crypto. I'm your host. I'm your host. I can never say host right, guys. So, you know, you know, words are particularly hard for me, like particularly because I mix them up. Hoist. I'm your hoist. Royce guy with kicking it crypto. And guys, just to update everyone of what's going on. Pretty much uh, went away to the beach with the family, had some family time. That's why the episodes have kind of been a little bit off, too. We are also working on a schedule so that we'll have the podcast coming out. We're not going to do it every single day. We're looking to maybe do um, starting this week, maybe Monday, Wednesday and Friday podcasts during the week. So three podcasts during the week from Kicking a Crypto and getting on a schedule. So that way it's easier for you guys and it just doesn't pop up on your screen. We wanted to pump out at least the first uh four to five which ended up being six uh pumping out at least four to five episodes so that way there was content out there for you guys to listen to and you know if you needed to pass along to someone who's new or you know in the journey as well that's what that was for so uh you guys can go back please go listen to the other episodes i think they're very beneficial um we talk a lot about, you know, you know, a lot of different things, you know, so uh, go through, listen, re-listen to them. Make sure if you're on Apple, make sure you comment, leave a comment, um, you know, five star it up if you're enjoying the content that you're hearing and, um, you know, refer other people. And we're going to go ahead and jump into it. So the title of this, as you probably have seen is buying crypto like stocks and Everrise. We're going to talk about Everrise at the very end, so uh, stay tuned for that. But I'm um, not sure if this is going to be a 40-minute long one that we usually do. We usually do 40, 45-minute long. But we're just going to talk about how people are buying crypto and what does it mean buying crypto like stocks. So um, without further ado, let's just jump right into it. So here's the deal, guys. And I know a lot of people love crypto to death they love it to death they love it to death and crypto unfortunately is still tied to fiat so what happens when you see crypto going like uh like bitcoin and a, a dogecoin and all these other you know um coins going up you see the value of them in fiat right and so what people do when they move from stocks because there's they're in the stock mindset right because you know even in stocks you're taught to hodl or hodl hodl hold you know like hold hold the hold your stocks right and you know you sell at the top buy at the bottom all of that stuff like that in crypto many people get upset when you sell why is that like why do people get mad when you are selling your crypto trying to make ends meet you know trying to make a quick buck all of that stuff and the reason why many get mad is because people want crypto like cryptocurrency just like a bitcoin or dogecoin they want it to replace the way they buy stuff to be used as an actual currency in the world right and so when people buy and sell kind of like day trading and stuff like that buy sell buy sell buy sell you know what ends up happening is you have like these ups and downs that happen all the time these buys these sells these day traders and things like that because they're trying to scalp the price so and I know that many in the crypto community, you're really, like, if you've been in crypto for years upon years upon years, like, you're really upset because the, the, they say, you know, the point of crypto is to buy crypto, hold it. So that way, not even just the value goes up, but so that we are able to use it in the, the real world for buying, like, let's say a bottle of water or a Starbucks coffee, right? And I understand that sentiment. I really do. I get it. But I think we need to back off and continue to educate people, right? Because here's the deal. And I'm going to be honest. When I got into crypto, I did the same thing. I was investing for to see that that uh, that rise in gains take profit. Because listen, like, you know, that money would benefit me and my family tremendously. And we're not going to get away from that for a while right now. Now, 
you can teach someone not to sell all of their stuff, right? But the problem is that this mentality is, you know, it's all tied to fiat still. You know, it's still tied to fiat no matter how you flip it, change it, reverse it. Because when people put $100 in and they make $200, well, guess what? That's money. That's money that they didn't probably have. And they didn't have until now, you know? So I don't want to bash anybody for doing what they do. Everyone has a reason, you know? Um, Everyone invests differently, right? A lot of us invest because we hope that it goes up so that way we can buy a house or pay off our mortgages or pay a cell phone bill, right? Or, you know, put food on the table. You know, the the pandemic that we just came out of was, was very hard on millions upon millions upon millions of people. And this notion of just holding, we're not conditioned that way, you know? And crypto is so young, and, you know, it's, it's been around for 10 years, but still, it's only been 10 years. Like, it hasn't been around. Like, the stock market has been around for decades, you know? Whereas the crypto has been around just, just, for, just for, what, one decade at least, or getting close to it. And so, when I see people jump down other people's throats on selling it or saying, listen, crypto is meant to be hold. It's not, you know, it's meant to be spent, by the way. It's actually meant to be spent. Um, a utility to be used for spending and using it, not just holding it, right? Because if you hold it, you hold it like a, sa- uh, like, a, like a savings account. But I know many people will say crypto is meant to stay in crypto and not be reversed to fiat because we need to get away from this fiat system. The U.S. dollar is depreciating, which it is. I mean, go to the store now and you buy maybe five or six different things and it's immediately $100. And you're like, well, what the? I didn't even buy anything. I bought three things. Well, all those three things were 18 25 you know, $10 here, $10 there, right? And it, that adds up. Then you put taxes on top of that, and then you know you. <clears throat> by the time you know it, it's 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 like a hundred, hundred fifty dollars that you just spent at at you know Walmart, <laughs> right? And how many how many of us have gone to Walmart and say we're only buying this one thing, and you realize you need six other things, and you go up there and it's like seventy five dollars. You're like, oh my god, right? That's all of us, you know, most of us, right? A lot of us working people, a lot of us paycheck to paycheck people, a lot of us, you know, uh, working class, middle class, you know, that's what we do, you know, and, and we budget and we we save and, you know, we try to save and, you know, you go from there. If you, you live paycheck to paycheck, you know, you're scraping, you're scraping what you have. You try and put $50 here, $20 there, all of this other stuff. And to get mad at those people who many of us because I include myself to so get mad at me because I've decided to if I put a thousand dollars in and made twenty thousand dollars and I decide you know what I'm gonna take that out and I'm gonna pay some things off it is what it is get over yourselves like seriously like we're talking crypto Let's talk about the real people's lives that this money changes. When when you go on Twitter, people don't sit there and put up how many coins they were able to rebuy. Hey guys, look, I just got 10 million Doge coin, right? No, they go on social media and they go, look at my gains right now. That's the problem. We don't put up, hey guys, I just bought a thousand Doge today. Whoop, whoop. Hey guys, I got a thousand this, that, and a third. Whoop whoop. With Sage Moon, nobody says anything about the reflections that they get. Hey guys, I got my 10% back in reflections. Whoop whoop. No one talks about that. Everyone talks the gains. Because what do people do? They take profits, right? And. People take profits to to live their lives. And anybody who says that they don't take profits are lying. To anyone that says, I'm all just crypto and nothing but crypto and, you know, no, you're not. Because you still have to pay bills. You still have to buy food. You still have to do a lot of things with with money. 
and I'm sure you sell a little, maybe you have a bunch of the crypto and you could sell maybe 10% and still not hurt you because you're still making gains on it, right? And the more gains you make, the less crypto you have to sell. But let's be 100% honest what crypto is right now. Can crypto change? Yes, the mindset has to be taught. The mindset has to be changed because people will turn their stuff into fiat. It's inevitable. And to advise people not to, you know, change it to fiat and then it drops and dips and now they're waiting again or whatever, you know, and it's another thing I need to I need to address too with the dips and drops and the holds, holds, holds. Stop caring what other people are doing. If you believe in a project, you believe in that project. You get behind that project. Someone may also believe in it, but they may not be as disciplined as you are. And if they're not, hey, listen, if they sell and it goes back up, they're going to be like, damn, they're going to rebuy in, right? And at the end of the day, it does. It, I mean, it affects you, but then it does it because if the price is going back up, people are rebuying back in. There you go. You know, I don't like seeing people say, you know, hold all the time. Why are you not? Why are you paper, paper hands, paper hands, paper hands? You don't know what these paper hand people are. You don't know if these are people who needed the gains, who was on their last dollar and decided, you know what, I'm going to take a chance. Like, can you imagine that? Let's think about that for a second. We're all for crypto. We're all for changing people's lives. You go to somebody, you tweet somebody, and you're like, listen, this is a project that people should get into. Get into Bitcoin, get into Doge, right? And they're sitting there, and they got their stimulus check, which many people did this. I didn't do this, right? I had to pay some bills. But many people did this. They took their stimulus checks, and that was probably their last like check that they could get they maybe took $500 out of it maybe a thousand and only kept the 400 or the 200 whatever they kind of flipped it did with it and they said you know what I'm gonna take a chance can you imagine this when we got our stimulus check take a chance I'm gonna take a chance I'm gonna put it in dogecoin right they put it there. They checked the charts. It wasn't moving. Just imagine that. The pressure, especially if you got a family. Oh, man, the pressure is real. Your wife is looking at you. Your husband's looking at you like that was like, what are you doing? Right. One thing that and, and, and I got to say this as I'm telling this. Right. Will Smith was on the bad boys for tour. And he says something that sticks with me to this day. No one will believe in your dream, but you, you have to believe in your dream. You got to believe in your own convictions and your own dreams because no one else will believe in it, but you people will come up to you and say, you got to be your biggest fan. You got to, you know, people come to you and say, why are you doing that? Why'd you put that money in that doge? Why'd you do that? Do you know the pressure you're under? If you believe, you have to believe in yourself and be good at what you believe in. And once you start making money off of what your dreams are, then people will look at you and be like, oh, you know, you are you are kind of good at that. Think about that for a second. Well, you told somebody, I'm going to put my money into crypto. They probably looked at you like, what the is crypto? Man, I don't know if you should do that, man. Yeah, well, let me know what it's like. Oh, crypto? Yeah, I heard about it. Yo, just be careful out there. I hear it's just crazy. Unless you already had crypto friends, right? Unless you, if you don't have crypto friends until you got the social media, that's literally what you, Yeah, man, I'm looking into crypto. Yeah, it, lo- it looks interesting. People will not believe in you until you made money. So. You took your check, you put it in, you sitting there and your relationship is on the edge right now because they can't believe you did that. 
you know, you try to scrape a, scrape around as much money as you can in this pandemic. People are hiring. People are hiring. People aren't hiring. Only a certain amount of people could be in certain places, right? And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, your money shoots up. It goes from that point zero one or that point zero zero five or whatever it was at point zero zero eight. It shoots up, and uh, and and you and you see people on Twitter talking about it. Oh my God, it's rolling! And you see the gains. Best believe. Listen, you got to do what you got to do. You got to live your life because now that has set you up to be okay. And then you know what else that does for you? It makes you believe more in crypto. Now, yeah, you're gonna have to pay a tax on that thing. Of course, you're gonna have to pay that capital gains tax. But listen, guess what? You're doing something for your family, and I'm okay with that. Whether you a man, a woman, even if you a child, and I don't mean child ladies. Like if you 15 years old, you know, and you get into crypto, 12 year olds learning about crypto, things like that. Even if you did that for your family, you can't be mad at that. Not many people can hold like many of us out here can. I can't. I, I can tell you right now. Listen, I'm just like everybody else on the ground. I live paycheck to paycheck. Go to work every day, eight to ten hour days. Work my behind off. Great worker. My job loves me. I try not to miss days of work. Every now and then I do. But other than that, I have a good time at work. I go do what I got to do. I take care of my family. You know, I got two kids. I got a lady, right? I'm the typical American family. Trying to make ends meet. Best believe that it's okay if you take profit. But you know what else I'll do? I won't take all profit. And if I take profit, I'll take some profit for me. But I'll also reinvest on some of it. Buy into more projects. Put it into Bitcoin. Right? That's what I do. Now, you don't have to do that. Everyone has their own thing. But that's what I do. Because that's what needs to happen. Being able to change your life is what everybody wants to do. That's why people get into these these lottery tickets. That's why everybody gets into these so-called um, <clears throat> crap coins, right? Because it's an opportunity. And just like buying a lottery ticket, it's actually it's actually easier to hit money in a crypto market than it is to hit the lottery. It really is. How many people do I see put $10 in and come out with $10,000 in a crap coin? And I'm looking like, how the heck did you get into that that fast? And, da, 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 da. and I'm over here looking at the real stuff. I'm looking at Vet. I'm looking at, you know, Vthor. I'm looking at the Compound, Bitcoin, Doge. Well, you know, Doge is kind of like teeter-tottering as a crap coin. You know, it's a meme, meme coin with buying possibilities, you know. Shoot, Mark Cuban just got rug pulled the other day, right? <laughs> Off of a crap coin. What I'm saying is, is that don't let people out there, to those who are young investors, right, who are first, not even young investors, but first time investing in crypto, and you hear that whole, 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 it is okay to take profit. If you want to take profit, I've also learned this. If you put $1,000 in, and you made a hundred percent of your gains already. You made, you made at least another thousand dollars. Pull your initial investment out. Pull it out. Not financial advice, but this is what I've learned. You pull it out because at that point it's nothing but gains, and it doesn't affect you personally. You put five hundred dollars in. You make another five. Take your initial investment out. Boom. Now, now you're living off a of profit. Now you're just living off a of profit and you're living off a of profit, right? From where you enter that. Maybe less coins, right? But the value is the same. 
right? So, be careful. Don't sink in to all the glorious of, you know, holding. And here's the thing. Holding is very nice if you can hold. I mean, look at GameStop. Look at AMC. You know, look at these, 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 uh, these companies that have good people behind it. Look at Doge, right? Because if you do hold for a long-term person, you benefit more. So let me put that out there. You benefit more if you hold long-term, right? At least in stocks. Now, crypto, we're still learning because let's be real. Let's be real. Bitcoin, yeah, will eventually go up and you should be buying the dips and all this stuff. Buy the dips, buy the dips. Hold, hold, hold. Buy the dips, right? That's what we're told. So for main coins, yes, I would definitely say hold for long term, you'll win 100% main coins, right? Your main coins and some of these altcoins, right? The newer coins that are called tokens, should I say, it's not really coins or tokens, these newer tokens, right? Like your safe moons, like your your Everrise, which I'm going to be talking about in a moment here. You know, those coins, your your porn rockets, right? <laughs> Whatever it is, these newer tokens that are coming out, those are the ones that could possibly, you know, give you short-term gains that, that people want to pull out of and reinvest in and do whatever, right? But just... Invest the way you do. Don't let anyone sway you a different way. Day trading, I can tell you right now, if you're new to it, you're going to lose a lot of money day trading. Trust and believe, especially if you're trying to trade some of these tokens that get take 10, 11% away from you. Okay, be careful of that. But you just want to go ahead and think about your own plan. Not what everyone else is doing. Because everyone else is doing it. Doesn't make it right. For you. You know. Just because everyone likes cereal. Doesn't mean that you should be drinking cereal. If you're lactose intolerant. Or eating cereal with. With with whole milk. Obviously you have almond milk and all this. You guys get what I'm saying. I know somebody's out there like, but you can have this type of milk, that type of milk, this type of thing. You can put water on it. You ever ate cereal water? Oh my God. It's just the worst. It's the worst thing ever. Sometimes you just got to wet the cereal. You know, (laughs) growing up in the background I grew up in, man, sometimes you just had to wet the cereal because you didn't have milk and you had already poured it in the bowl. You can't put it back in the bag because it'll get messy. So you just got to wet it a little bit and just crunch down on it and cry on the inside. It happens. It happens. Humble beginnings. (laughs) Humble beginnings is where I come from. And, you know, holding is part of my plan. It's part of my big plan, my long-term plan, right? Short-term plan is to find projects that I can make money off of, that I can take profits from and reinvest it back into crypto and have it in like a savings account, like a Bitcoin, right? As I'll say this, I'm blue in the face. I like Bitcoin as like a 401k. And I wouldn't spend Bitcoin. I would not spend my Bitcoin. If I ever made millions of dollars, I would put at least 20% of whatever I made into Bitcoin and just let it chill. That's it. 20%, 10, 20% of millions of that. I didn't say 1 million. I said millions, millions of dollars, even if it was, you know, 10% of, 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 of a million. I still would probably put it in Bitcoin and just watch it grow. Let it do its thing. It's literally the new 401k for me. But that's the, my that's my strategy if I ever did that. I'm not a millionaire. Nowhere close to it. I'm just a regular guy who goes to work every day who decided to make a podcast because, hey, I want to do this journey with all of us. And I feel as though that we can reach many people. 
But what it comes down to is educating and not judging people for what they decide to do with their money. You don't judge them. Do we judge people for trading the U.S. dollar? No, we don't. So don't tr- don't don't judge people for trading their cryptocurrencies. You know, you have fo- you have forex trading all the time. It happens, right? Forex. You trade the U.S. dollar pretty much, aren't you? Or whatever other currency you're trading. Now, I don't know what all goes into that, but I'm just saying, I know people that are in it. Do we do we fuss about that? You should hold your dollar. No. And even though the dollar is losing its value, <clears throat> do many people know what inflation is? And that's the other thing. When you're speaking crypto, do people understand what inflation is? Do people want to understand? Like we learned it in school and history, but do they really understand? Do they know how to pinpoint it? Do they understand why cryptocurrency is good for those who are banked and unbanked? Do they know? Have we sat there and told them? Have we had a conversation that says, hey, listen, let me educate you on something? You know, this is why this cost this much now because of inflation. We don't have these conversations and we get mad at people for not holding. Since we're not having the right conversations. When I go into the Twitter spaces now, all I hear now is you need to hold. You need to just hold, just hold, just hold, just hold, just hold. And if you hold your paper hands. Your lettuce hands. You know, this is what the big banks want you to do. They want you to panic sell. Listen, not everybody's built the same. Not everyone's built the same. Not everybody's on the same same wavelength. Because you need to teach. And no matter. And here's the other thing, too. Many of you out there are saying, hold, hold, hold. You know what's amazing to look at? Is finding out the wallets that you guys hold and watching you say hold and seeing you sell. It's a lot of you. Many people say, just hold, just hold, just hold. And then you t- you sell. Or you sold and then you you tell people to hold, right? And then they're selling out. Because you want to <clears throat> you want to be that person that's like, oh man, I should have listened to you. I would have held. Da, 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 da. If people really believe in their projects, show more than your gains, but show your losses, show your downs, show how much you've invested. Because we all want to show gains. Where are the people? Has anybody noticed the people who who show gains all the time? Where have they been? Gone, right? I have lost money. And that's because I panic sold. Oh, it's dipping. But see, my strategy was always, and it's changed now, but my, my strategy was, listen, if I sell and it continues to dip the way it's dipping in this downtrend that we're in or this sideways trend, if it drops down, then guess what I can do? I can rebuy and get more coin. And that's exactly what I've done. And it's worked out well for me. I may have taken a loss. You know, maybe I started out with $100 and then I went down to like, let's say $70. $70. But because the dip was so low and it went below that, I bought back in and I bought more than what I had Before. Right, that works for me. Has that made me a millionaire overnight? No. Has that made me thousands of dollars yet? No. Because I'm also new and I'm also learning and I'm learning what works for me. So, to those of you out there, oh my God, I got <coughs> phlegm in my throat. <coughs> Goodness gracious, Lord, have mercy. 
I say all that to say, guys, trade how you want to trade. Educate yourself. Understand the different types of trading, different types of holding, right? And make sure that you understand because it's very psychological. It's a very psychological game. You see that downtrend for weeks and weeks and weeks and you're like, oh my God. And here's the thing with me, when it gets to a certain point, if I didn't sell at a certain point and it continues to dip, then I'm just like, well, I guess I'm holding the bag because I'm not going to sell with that much of a loss. And that works for me. I'm okay with losing a certain amount. And if I catch it or I set my stop loss or whatever like that, if I if I do it right, then boom, I'll sell at that loss or whatever. But sometimes I forget to set my stop losses or and sometimes I forget to to check the apps and see where it's at on a downtrend. And when I come back, I'm already down 20 percent. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to be holding. And we go from there. And we're talking about all these cryptocurrencies, man. And last time I, I talked to you guys about Mooney Coin, which is an awesome coin to get into, look into, check out. But that's on the Uniswap one, by the way, Ethereum network. But today I want to talk about Everrise. I have a position in Everrise. Yes. Not thousands. A few hundred. It's a few hundred bucks in Everrise. It's a new coin out there that is doing some really big things. Can it be a rug pull? Listen, I don't know. It's four days old now. It has 28,000 holders. I think I was in at 16,000 holders. And it would continue to rise and rise and rise. And that chart looks beautiful. So you're probably sitting there like, what sets this apart, right? They're trying to do something to where... So let's talk about the main thing that they're trying to do. It's called Everrise. E-V-E-R-R-I-S-E. There are many fakes. Go to their website. Go to their Twitter. Go to their website. Go to their their Telegram. Get the actual contract. Because people are trying to copy, copy exactly what they're doing. And implement it. And it's, and, and it's not working out. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay? So first off... When you when you when you go, we're gonna we're gonna actually pull them up here. I want to pull them up because I want to give you kind of like what I'm looking at. This is a podcast, right? Almost like a radio show. This is what people do. If you go to Everize, they have the contract address at the very top. All right, so you can copy that. You know, buy from there. You can buy on Pancake Swap. It's on the BNB Network, Binance Network, or was it Binance Smart Binance Smart Chain Network, BNSC or something, or BSC, something like that. So if you go on there, right, it's Everrise starts off and it says a proprietary hyperdeflationary token, right? We've heard that before. And we'll get into what actually sets this thing apart. So it's obviously the regular tokenomics. You know, you are uh, only rewarded through static rewards, but also through true automatic burns every trade from within the liquidity pool. So, and it's cool. It has like the sun kind of rising with the water, you know, ever rise. So it says every rise has a fall, but every rise has a fall. So every fall must have a rise. I'm like, okay, like that's actually kind of snazzy and cool. You go further down, it's how to buy. Obviously the same thing. You uh, And Trust Wallet is different, guys. Now, Trust Wallet is different. Trust uh, Apple or Trust Wallet or iOS is different. They got rid of the, the, web, the browser. So you can't use the in-app browser that we were able to when we enabled it. You could either use a um, computer or your, or your phone and you can go to Safari, right? Go to Safari, go to PancakeSwap, hit um, connect your wallet. But you're not going to hit like Trust Wallet or MetaMask. You're going to hit Wallet Connect. You're going to hit Wallet Connect on your phone. It's going to automatically take you uh, uh, before you even do that. Yeah, if you're on your phone, it's going to pop up with a little little screen. It's going to have all the different wallets. You want to hit Trust Wallet symbol. And then it's going to take you to the Trust Wallet app. You're going to hit Connect. You're going to go back. Don't cancel out. You're going to go back to your browser. And then you'll be able to load in and trade. Okay. 
Um, if you're on the computer, you're gonna do Wallet Connect. It's gonna blow up with a QR code. You're gonna go to Trust Wallet. You're gonna go to, I believe it is Settings, right? You're gonna hit the Settings. You're gonna hit Wallet Connect. Like you're taking, it's gonna say QR scan code. You're gonna scan it and you'll see connecting. Um, you may even have to hit connect and on your computer, you'll be able to trade on PancakeSwap or whatever on the computer. Make sure you disconnect your stuff please um but that is the new way of doing it so you have to you can't do it in the app per se you have to go outside the app to either safari or your computer browser and do that so if you need to rewind that you know rewind it but they have ways to you know they have the old way um Oh no, they updated it. So, but yeah, they have, you know, four steps on how to get Everrise and all the other fun stuff, right? Um, then it goes into why invest in Everrise? So, and I'm gonna read this stuff and read it to you just so you know. I'm not gonna read through, oh, I'll kind of look at the white paper, but I'm not gonna read the whole white paper, right? Um, so it says Everrise token holders are not only benefited through static rewards, but also this is what sets this, this, listen to this. This is what sets it back. Also by the buyback process of the contract. As part of buyback process, contract takes care of buying back some of the tokens and burn them whenever a sale happens. In a nutshell, 98% of the time, you will not see two sell transactions at any time, and there will never be three sell transactions continuously at any time. So, this is what sets it apart. Now, before I even explain what that is, right, because I know many of you was like, oh, that's interesting. They have two things that are coming. One is called ever own right investors are not aware of the issue where the ownership is renounced and the project goes bad owners are not ready to renounce the ownership because of its use when some things need to be changed right so when you renounce your your contract you can't change anything you can't go in and change anything this is why i never understood why people were okay with like oh man they renounced their contract also why didn't developer renounce their contract i'm like they can't go in and make changes to the smart smart contract it continues to say this is we are coming up with our own d app called ever own ever own can maintain the ownership of the contract rather than the ownership owners themselves so that if something needs to be changed the owner can reclaim it with the community's acceptance right then they have everlock this is another d app which will be created to lock the liquidity pool or custom tokens so they have two apps coming in ever rise and ever lock and i think those are those are awesome you know especially with the being able to um you know go in and if you renounce it right you can't get that contract back it's 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 over with it's done you can't can't do anything about it right so uh if you go into their white paper and you hit like feature plans ever own solution it goes into like what happens if the owner maintaining the ownership of the contract um Let's see, issue one, if the owner has ill will, he can make the contract non-tradable. Issue two, owners can always pull out of the initial liquidity once the lock is over. And issue three, because of auto liquidity addition, an owner can always take out from new liquidity whenever he wants, as it is not locked. Right. So that is uh, ever owns. What happens if the owner maintaining the ownership, um, if the owning owner means i can't read today what happens if the owner maintaining the ownership of the contract and those are the things that that can happen if they own it right so with ever own we'll create a new contract where ownership of any projects can be transferred to this ever own contract right so everyone will have no function other than the ones which deal with ownership we will build a new d app to interact with the ever own project owners can transfer their ownership free of charge however to reclaim the ownership they have to pay a fee along with the approved voting of the community boom 
So, you know, not only can you rebuy it back in, but you also need your the community to say, yeah, we want him to get the ownership back so he can make changes, right? Investors will have the option to vote on the D app, whether the owner is allowed to reclaim or not. And owners can transfer back ownership to EverOwn after the issue is fixed. So think about that for a second. When people renounce their 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 ownership of a project, right? That's it. They can't go back and change anything. They can't do anything else with it. They can't modify anything. It's now there. And if you find an issue a month later, it's an issue. And you can't change it. And you lose the trust of the people because that issue is impacting their money. And that that token or that coin will fail. Right. Being able to go in and readjust and change and say, you know what? Like, and I understand many people's concern as well. The owner, because it's such the norm. Right? It's the norm in these these coins. Well, if the owner owns the contract, uh, he can he can essentially pull out at any time. He can rug pull us. He can do this, that, a third. Yes. Yes, they can. This is why you need to trust the people behind, you know, your 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 money. You know, but because someone renounces it doesn't mean that they still can't rug pull you because it's happened. How many how many people have we had that that have still rug pulled people even after renouncing the contract? Because let's face it, they were probably one of the ones with the biggest wallets, just with a different, um, you know, a different contract address or a different wallet address. Just saying, you know, like there's ways to still rug pull people and, you know, these whales and all this other stuff. Like there are different ways to do it, even if you renounce it. So renouncing it doesn't mean you're safe. It gives you a little bit of a right. But at the end of the day, you're still looking at the chart and if it has a massive dip or it's falling down to zero because of a rug pull because you're like oh well they renounced it oh guess what you're getting rug pulled still so um understand that the fact that it says you can give up the ownership for free but if you want to get back into it right which means there's no back door to get into it right i mean and also how many people have said they renounced they've renounced the contract but never never do and then they rug pull um but you have to get the approval of your community and say hey listen guys we messed up here we found a flaw we need to go back in and change it for you well that now makes you you have to make sure that you are on point with your community for you to even do that right so and then you know you go on the app and be like hey listen we vote for him to get his stuff back and if you get the votes then guess what your community will let you go in if, the, if your community feels like you're being malicious and they're like no wait there's no issue because you know you have people out there who are pro, um you know programmers as well they can go ahead and pull up the code and say oh yeah this is an issue or what is he talking about there is no issue no no no, no, no. don't give him back the contract da, 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 right because at that point then people are going to be able to sell off and then that coin is null and void just think about that for a minute think about what that can do to protect you right now i'm not saying ever rise invest in it because i don't know it could be a rug pull i don't know i put some money in it like i said a couple hundred bucks that i had like all right let's see where this goes i trust it you know the research that i've done i i've i trust it um but at the end of the day am i trusting it and it could be a rug pull definitely can it's four days old right but hey, a lot of these, a lot of these got to start somewhere, right? So hey, we'll see what happens. Now the buyback, right? That's what people really want to hear because this is what sets this coin literally way apart from other people. Now the buyback is particularly in the stock market. Like you hear about a lot of this stuff in the stock market and they even touch on this too, which means, which lets me know they, they've been in stocks, they see how it works. And this, this is a very awesome, cool thing that they have to protect investors, right? It's not to pump and dump. It is not used to say, hey, we want to reach this type of market cap. We're going to pump this up with this. No, 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 no. So what is buyback? 
for those of you who don't know, I'm going to read exactly what it says on their white paper. If a particular stock has low value, but has the potential to perform better in the future, often companies will announce a buyback of the stock in the open market. Once companies announce the buyback, investors gain more confidence to purchase and hold the stock as well. All right. So if it has low and the, the company says, you know, we're going to buy back some of our stuff, it's going to pump it up a little bit. Right. And, and that's it. It's just to save the investor. Right. In the stock market. Additionally, the demand increases as the company starts buying the stock, which ultimately will drive the stock to raise. So the company buys. People see it rising because let's face it. People don't buy on dips. People buy on rises. Let's be 100 percent real. People don't buy on dips. Most people buy when it's rising because it's FOMO, fear of missing out. FOMO. So, how does this work? Everrise collects 6% buyback tax on each transaction and maintains it under contract. Whenever a sale happens, a fraction of the buyback amount is used to automatically buy from the liquidity pool and burns those tokens accordingly. So when someone sells, it picks up a portion of that sell, right? And it burns the tokens as well. So you have two different things happening. You have burning happening. And you have the buyback happening, right? So what's so great about that is what they say. Raise in value. After the token from the liquidity pool are bought, the new BNB amount is added to the pool and the amount of the tokens are reduced, which results in an increase in price. Free BNB is number two. Once those tokens are burnt, it is like adding free BNB to the pool as there are no tokens to sell in the future. And for three, trust and reliability. Investors can be relentlessly hesitant and often get spooked by a bearish market. Look at where we're at right now. Bearish market. Or it seems like a bearish market. I think what? I think Bitcoin is going up a little bit today. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because it dropped down to like what 35, it's up to 36,000. Bitcoin was at 28. I mean, uh, Dogecoin was at 0.28, now it's at 0.29. So we got a little bit of a rise going on. And the last one is trust and reliability. Investors can relentlessly hesitate and often get spooked by bearish market, right? Because of the buyback, investors will never see more than two sales at any time. And 98% of the time, they will only see one sell as there will always be a buy from the contract. So let me break this down to you because I've seen this in action twice. And I'm very fortunate that I was able to see this happen twice, right? So what ended up happening is we had a test run. They tested it out um, one time and um, they told us that we, they were going to test it out. Right. And what happened was they get they got hit by bots, though. They get hit by bots, but they tested it. I think they I think it was the first time it was 10 BNB and they released the Kraken is what they call it. Release the Kraken, the Kraken wallet, a big friendly whale. And it drove the price up, right? Drove it up, but then bots obviously hit it, you know, bought, sold, whatever, brought the price back down, right? And then they did it a second time, which worked perfectly. It went up. We still had a dip, but it went up, you know, you could see it go up and then, you know, people still sold off or whatever, right? Um, which is a good thing, which, you know, Everrise encourages people to day trade, right? Obviously, now here's the thing: they have tokenomics. There's a there's an 11 percent tax on it, right? So just like Safe Moon, all that stuff, they just have a, a little bit more of a of a um, of a uh, increase of their their percentage. So it's 11 percent. Um, but every time someone trades and buys the burn, all the other stuff, same with tokenomics, you get the reflections or whatever. But when they tested this out, they, they did it one more time. And last night, the, the whale got emptied, right? The, the whale wallet got emptied. And, you know, because of it was a bot attack. Was it because they were rug pulling or anything like that? And I saw it shot way up. I think we were at like 
50 million market cap and it shot up to 100 million market cap instantly and then bots hit it immediately because the developer was doing some altercations was making some adjustments they noticed that while it was open and boom they attacked the whale and boom now speaking last time i checked it was a 600k or or whatever bnb is in there for 600k or whatever and it's now buying back again all of those things and we've recovered a third what was in there i think it was about two million in there so it got hit but it showed the power of what can happen and obviously they won't release it to the point where it'll just be you know just to pump and dump it's really just for bearish markets it's to save the investor to make sure that you sleep at night they want people to trade they want people to sell because the more people that sell the better and bigger the whale becomes or the whale's belly or the kraken's belly becomes because they'll be able to pump in a little bit you know maybe 10 bnb maybe 20 bnb you know ever so often to make sure to keep because it encouraged people to 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 stay it encouraged people not to sell off and unfortunately people will continue to buy because people buy on uptrends they don't buy on downtrends which is insane they don't buy on dips it's the psychological thing if it's going red and it's going down bad i'm selling right now they don't sell on green because green sets in you want to see how far it goes so i think that this is a game changer in the token world i think many people should look at it not should invest i'm invested i have a bag i'm also part of the community mods right in there helping mod the telegram and all this other stuff they're only four days old they have 28k holders and i think this is something that will continue to grow and um you know we need to focus on not just the whale though and the kraken because it's a cool feature right it's a cool thing to buy into but we also need to be looking at that ever own and that ever lock you know product that they are going to be using for their utility and you know go from there so i've been talking for 52 minutes now guys thank you for coming through the podcast it's called ever rise make sure you check it out look into do your own research you know if you want to give it a few months give it a few months if you want to invest invest a little bit only invest what you can lose all the other fun stuff man you guys know the deal um again reminder we are going to be doing every other day for these podcasts to get them out there to you guys and um you know we're just gonna have some fun learn some more things get it out to the community and we're just we're just doing great stuff here at the kicking it crypto podcast so i'm your host red roy sky i almost gave you my gamer tag for my xbox lord and uh i'll see you guys next time Catch you later. Goodbye.